The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus spoke to the people, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid because I know where I have come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. Jesus spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading from the book of Daniel, we have this marvelous passage regarding Susanna. This is one of the great chapters that Pope John Paul II Saint Pope John Paul II used in his chapter 3 of his great encyclical, The Splendor of Truth. The point he needed to make in that encyclical, because it was being challenged at the time, was that there are moral absolutes and they cannot be violated by any kind of rationalization. Even to the point of sacrifice, they must be kept. And we have one of this great example of moral absolutes and how it is kept in this wonderful chapter 13 from the book of Daniel. There's various moral points that can be made here. First of all, notice what happened with these two judges. They were trained according to the law. They knew the law. They were Jews. They were judges. But they took their eyes off God. It's clearly stated in that first reading. And they put them on Susanna. That's how things got so turned because they then lusted after her rather than worship God and enact the laws and act justly. On the other hand, if you read the passage carefully, Susanna kept her eyes on God. Even when she was being falsely accused, she looked to God. And there's the difference. She would not budge in her response to these judges. She knew she was going to be condemned. If she conceded to their request, she would violate the moral law, which she could not do. <coughs> if she refused, she would be falsely charged and put to death. She makes the right choice. She says, I will not sin against the Lord. I'll put myself into your hands. And she is vindicated. But notice how. Here's another aspect of the moral law. She prayed. She appealed to God. And God heard her prayer because God then roused up the spirit of a young man called Daniel. Daniel then, inspired by God, took action. 
he challenged these older men, these judges, and through his wisdom, obviously given by God, exposed their treachery. This was very important because this young man, Daniel, now having experienced trusting in God and God's power, would go on to come against this great king, Nebuchadnezzar, because he would be taken into captivity, as we know the story. The first thing the king does is tempt him with food from his table. And obviously the king is trying to seduce Daniel to move away from his gods, take his eyes off God and put them on the king and his delights. And we know from the first chapter of Daniel, he refuses. He says to Ashpenaz, who is the chief steward of King Nebuchadnezzar, test me for a few days and give me just vegetables and water, and I will look more healthy than the others who eat from the king's table. And indeed, that's what happened. And that was the starting point of a long series of events in the book of Daniel where he and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fixed their eyes on God and resist the king and the pagan seductions and ultimately bring King Nebuchadnezzar to his knees, spiritually speaking, because of the great dreams that Nebuchadnezzar has, which give him terror. Daniel is able to interpret the dreams and Nebuchadnezzar ends up saying, this God of Israel is the true God. Makes that wonderful confession. But it all comes down to those choices that we have to make day in and day out. Will we fix our eyes on God and make those hard decisions? Because when we do, we then develop a pattern of life. Those decisions become good habits and those good habits become virtues and then a whole character, which is what we're called to have, and be good witnesses in this very challenging time where morals and values seem to be up for grabs. So let us praise the Lord for this wonderful example that Susanna gives and Daniel, and imitate their courage and their trust in God.